The Muster Financial segment brought to you by Craig's Investment Partners, Gore. This information is general in nature and is not financial advice. Craig's Investment Partners Limited financial advice provider disclosure statement can be found at craigsip.com slash TCS. Sam Grant from Craig's Investment Partners joins us on a Tuesday because we're away out at Waimumi for the remainder of the week and it sounds like he is as well. So we're having our fortnightly chat on a Tuesday. Sam, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Andy. How are you getting on? Yeah, very well, thank you. As we start off with another positive, another solid GDT result last week. That's like four or five in a row. This is looking pretty good. Yeah, so up, um, well, at least the headline was up 4.2%, and now that sees uh, prices up about, well, just over 30% from the lows in August last year, um, which is, I suppose, yeah, really, really positive to see. And obviously no movement from Frontier on their milk price, but you tend to expect uh, they'll probably be paying out at the top end of that uh, indicative range now, or should be. Fonterra coming out yesterday with a revised milk payout for the season, so you'd expect that, though, when you get the GDT going the direction it is. Yeah, and like we haven't seen many movements um, since it's those sort of lows in August and seen a 30% rise in the GDT, uh, yeah, kind of... Um, be more shocked if they didn't make any movements effectively. But yeah, no, really great towards the end of the season. Um, it would be nice for our dairy farmers. What's the driving force behind this, you reckon? Uh, I think well, the main thing coming out is initially trying to add quite a large amount of stockpiling um, that they've sort of managed to chew through, so they're sort of back in the market now, um, which has been a big driver, as well as um, just global economics sort of trending in the right direction. Uh, things looking a lot better, so um, plenty of bit more demand out there for those sort of discretionary goods. But generally, uh, the consensus is China demand sort of slowly coming back online after getting through those stores that um, stockpiling effectively. Expectation we're going to see an OCR rate hike in May and not a cut. Yeah, so this is probably been the biggest news um, in our world in the last sort of seven days. So expectations going into the year and sort of even in January that would, uh, the OCR rate had probably peaked. Um, now we're getting a lot of sort of data, particularly out of the US and even New Zealand, that um, that sort of jobs are a lot stronger, so unemployment's a lot lower than what it was expected to be. Um, the economy's a lot stronger than what um, was initially thought we were going to be sort of sitting at. So like a week ago, it was um, we were looking at about a 91% chance at a cut in May. And just in seven days, that's changed to um, about a 56% chance um, that there's going to be a cut now. So um, a big swing to almost being almost certain that there's going to be a cut to almost a 50-50 chance now in May, uh, which is quite crazy to think. So still a lot of volatility around the OCR as such? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's going to be the story of 2024 is... um, while well, inflation may have peaked, it's um, how long are interest rates going to stay higher for longer? Um, you know, how long is it going to drag? Is it going to drag well into 2025? Uh, and yet, I suppose, how quickly will inflation come down and sort of the economy start slowing down? And obviously, a big driver in New Zealand as well has been immigration is really, really strong into the country now. So, we've got all these people coming in, picking up all those jobs. Um, yeah, and if you leave, sort of. You know, it's a lot more mouths to feed, a lot more people to put into houses, which just help keep prices uh, or pricing pressure there effectively. As far as interest rates over the year, Sam, what are you thinking? Because the OCR is not what we expected at the moment either. 
Yeah, I, I don't think you'll see too many changes. Obviously, your guess is as good as mine in the short term. But um, yeah, if you kind of look at bank rates at the moment, they're still pretty elevated on a 12-month basis. Um, but it's not until you get out to a two- to three-year um, range that you start to see some a decent drop in those rates. So look, I think rates will stay high or you know reasonably strong for the remainder of the year and probably into 2025. The New Zealand labour force is much stronger than expected. Like there seems to be a bit of a, a thinking: if we have unemployment, it's a good thing for the economy because it drives competition for jobs on the marketplace as such. Yeah, yeah. So there's generally a happy medium there where um, you know you do want a certain degree of level of unemployment because obviously not everybody's suited for every job. So. Um, but yeah, it's only really moved from 3.9 to 4%, which is uh, a much smaller shift um, market. And the Reserve Bank was sort of expecting 4.2 or 4.3, and they kind of wanted up around that sort of 5% mark, just to sort of put a little bit less pressure on um, the economy. But yeah, sort of still looking stubbornly low, which is why we're sort of getting this indication that um, maybe interest rates might be, or the OCR might get a hike in sort of May at this stage now. So, yeah, no, that's going to be really interesting to watch going forward. Is New Zealand still trying to realign its workforce happy medium after the last four years? Or you talk about it before, you mentioned it just before, Sam, regarding people coming into the country, immigration as New Zealand as such. Whereabouts do we sit there, you reckon? Yeah, yeah obviously there's a big flow of people coming into the country to sort of fill a lot of those roles that... Um, that people are sort of crying out for. I think if you sort of start to ask around a wee bit more now that some of those that people are finding it fractionally a bit easier than maybe sort of 12 months ago. Um, but, yeah, I think there's still sort of a bit of a rebalancing to go um, to get that sort of nice happy medium where those sort of high-skilled jobs are finally starting to get filled and, um, and sort of things will start to hopefully balance out. Now, the team at Craig's Investment Partners, so firstly, um, you guys will be out at Waimumi this week, won't you? Yeah, no, well, indeed, we haven't been there for, I think, maybe about 10 years, but, uh, yeah, quite excited to be back out there. So if anybody wants to come in for a chat, um, we'll just be at Site 370. Sam Grant of Craig's Investment Partners, always appreciate your time on the muster. Appreciate it. Cheers, Andy. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud, because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Brought to us by Shearwell Data, working to help the livestock farmer. What did the ocean say to the beach? Can I crash here? The beach said, sure. And we'll go out for a little bit of Barbara O'Reilly this afternoon. Remembering the muster, we're coming to you live from Southern Field Days, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Really looking forward to it. I'll head back out there shortly, actually. And there's quite a lot of happenings going on there. Make sure you get the chance to go and see what is a fantastic event that hasn't been on our calendar for the last four years. Appreciate your company as always. My name is Andy Muir. This has been the Muster on Hokanui. Thanks to Peter's Genetics. Make sure you check out the podcast on iHeartRadio as well. Enjoy the afternoon and see you at Waimumu.